All right, welcome to Old School. Jake, you grew John Ida Roll. Look at this, Johnny Pie on Old School. All right. Oh, oh hi. Uh, so, first, uh, of course, as always, Old School brought to you by the thugs at shoptyt.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't seen that before. Oh, yeah, Ilhan Omar, too yeah, strong. Is that you new? Crazy dog? It's, yeah, it's relatively new. It's subtle, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, ShopTYT.com to get this and that one. In oh, fact, is he still sell voting? Yes. Yeah, it turns out that you should continue to do this in future elections. Yeah, I don't know if the next one's 6th of November, but I think you get the point. Um, close enough. Okay. Just, just stay at the polls for like 48 hours. Uh, so I was, John and I have this habit of wearing the same shirt. You could say, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I know. You guys, it says Young Turks on it or TYT. No, we have like a thousand shirts at ShopTYT.com, and I was wearing that on Monday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I'm supposed to razz you. Uh, Anna has given me instructions to razz you, which we will do what? in a little bit. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I actually, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's listening, and okay. I hope she hears me saying "frickin' Anna." Okay, that'll show you, Anna. You, yeah. you just got called "frickin'." Yeah, she just got destroyed in all caps. Smeared? No, wait, no, not smeared. Uh, <laughs> eviscerated. No, no, no. If you don't like me, I was smearing her. Yeah. That's how it works. You either oh, destroy someone or smear them. Okay. You're totally unfair to Anna. Wait, no, that doesn't work either. <laughs> uh, could you imagine if it was like that? Moderately unfair. Like Ben Shapiro with a misleading point. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you remember this is one of my favorite stories. Like this happened twice. What? When like after, right after the debate, there was more buzz about it. And normally, like 95 out of 100 times when somebody comes up to me, it's positive. Mm -hmm. uh, but after the debate, there was a couple of times when Shapiro fans came up to me and they were like, oh, yeah, Ben Shapiro ate your ass. And I was like, I don't think you mean that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what you're supposed to say. <laughs> I don't know. One said mm -hmm. that, and the other one said, Ben Shapiro ate you. And I was like, also not good. Mm -hmm. nope, still seems nope, a you little still kind of got it at backwards. <laughs> yeah. There's this the weird obsession they have with, like, at least they've moved on. For a while, it was like you, a conservative could not talk about politics for more than five minutes without saying something was being shoved down their throat. Oh, they just totally, would always yeah. say that. Uh, I, I just read this article um, attacking uh, Buttigieg and uh -huh. saying, Good words. you need to be clear about how gay you are. <laughs> how much clearer does he no, have to be? This guy <laughs> has thought about this so much. It was a long article. It was like, do you, are you okay with this sexual act? Are you okay with this? Where do you stand on fisting? What Literally. the? <laughs> what? You know, he's like, is that how gay you are? What about? Did you know that? Did you know how common rimming is, Buttigieg? Are you in favor of rimming? What in? Then the he said, Did you know that some homosexuals uh, will go to brothels and they'll get rimmed twenty-one times in a single session? <laughs> but that is awfully specific. <laughs> like not twenty. Yeah. Not twenty-five. 21, he counted. Yeah. And the guy's like, how vile is that? And I thought, I guess the 20, the 21st first guy, that doesn't seem as bad. <laughs> By that time, you know, it's pretty clean. It was so specific. Oh my God. So that guy has put a lot of thought behind that, yes. right? Like, yes. did you know what else they do, which is amazing and awesome? I mean, I mean, do you do that too? Because I kind of want to know about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, it's bad, the, really bad, the, naughty. The best thing is, though, is that you you read the intro and then you read paragraph after paragraph of in-depth analysis of every possible contortion of homosexual bodies. Um, but the beginning was uh, when when he came out, he had to be big and demonstrative about it, as if we care. You really care. You care more than he does. Yeah, I don't know anyone who cares more than a guy counting rim jumps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, number I think 19. It was 21. I think no, he said 21. Number 19. Oh, look at that. Hey, 20. <laughs> I mean, Whoa, didn't think we were going to get to 21. Who's against teamwork? <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> it's so wonderfully, oddly specific. <laughs> 21 and a half, really, but I'm not, yeah. right, you know what? I'm not counting the half. I'm not counting the if, half. If you want to track it down, which you shouldn't, um, Jane Costan, who writes, writes for Vox, she 
recently tweeted out a couple quotes from it. Yeah. Uh, okay. An idea, so, taste, so the guy who wrote so it obviously is a Bernie bro, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, needless to say, of course, the right winger. And so, uh, I wonder if we should apply the same standards to um, uh, to straight people. No. Like you were not clear about how straight you are. Mm. Are you doing missionary position most of the time? That's crazy straight. Okay. Did you make out with your girlfriend like? 17 times? I gotta know. I gotta know. <laughs> Is that the straightest position? <laughs> I think, yeah, oh, that's a great question. Someone now we're doing them. old school. Okay. <laughs> Is his missionary position the straightest position? Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm gonna argue yes. But that was actually, it's a great, great question, but yeah. but not great enough. Uh, because <laughs> make needlessly gratuitous questions about sex great again. <laughs> so that was uh, you're on to a, a great idea, but that one's too easy. Mm -hmm. So I think the the better question is, what's the second straightest position? Do you see what I'm saying? Because missionary, I mean, that's so classic, so cliched. That's obvious, right? So, but I'm gonna say. Coming in at maybe number two for straight. How about say at number two? Oh, <laughs> anyway. How often did that happen? No, okay. No, look, it's this is also, anyway, this is getting uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. uh, doggy style. All right, so we're moving forward. <laughs> okay. I disagree, but I really? don't have to detail why. Huh, I never said. <laughs> yes, you do! If you're gonna run for any officer, chose to show you, gonna tell me what you do. How, how straight are you? <laughs> By the way, how great would that game be? <laughs> how straight are you? <laughs> Since we're asking weird, random questions about your sexuality for no reason. You're familiar with Alfred Kinsey, uh, the Kinsey I, I scale, and all that. Even he thinks that guy is trying to nail down specifics in sex too much. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, he's like, I am exactly at four and a half on a Kinsey scale. No, four point two seven on the Kinsey scale. Kinsey's like, all right, take it easy. And he take gets into the golden showers. It's like several. He, oh, he does. Several oh paragraphs God. of a Jesus. drinking and. There's no way that that guy is not, <sighs> let's say, intrigued by that position. Okay, so and and so much of that, as you guys know, this. Look, you and we interviewed Pastor Manning. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he argued. Well, obviously, everybody would drink semen if they could, and he is the most anti-gay pastor uh, there there is. And oh, the homosexual lifestyle is terrible, but obviously, semen is delicious. Uh, we're like, <laughs> okay, I, I, I don't know, but apparently, you do. <laughs> so that's God bless your heart. But oh, how straight are you? <laughs> It's <laughs> a weird show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Long-legged Mac Daddy. There you go. That's Pastor Manning. Uh, I apparently don't like anyone named Man. No, that's not true. I like Chelsea Manning. That's true. Yeah, okay. You were thinking of like Eli or something? And Peyton. Peyton. Okay, so right. I'm, I'm Eli. I'm neutral towards. So uh, two and a half. Hey, if you're counting, two and a half out of four Mannings. <laughs> <laughs> How Manning are you? <laughs> we can keep going all night long on this. Uh, so, did Buttigieg ever answer him? <laughs> I doubt it. And how do you answer a question as, how gay are you? I do, I don't know, what's the metric we're using? And I don't, right? yeah, maybe, apparently he might show up on Dave Rubin's show. Maybe they'll get into it there. Uh, is he Is he thinking of going on Dave no, Rubin's show? No, there, there was that weird thing where Dave is, you know, like he, like, only lets on conservatives, basically. People won't challenge yeah. him. But if a famous person will come on, he'll let whoever on because he's just endlessly self-promoting. So anyway, he had like tweeted out, "Here are all the different presidential candidates I want to have on," and someone who works for Buttigieg had tweeted back, "DM me" or something like that. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So that leads to two quick stories, and then I do have an epipa food. Ooh, in fact, I have two of them. Mm -hmm. um, What's the straightest food? <laughs> How spaghetti are you? <laughs> it is spaghetti, actually. Yeah. Um, so, uh, shoot, now all of a sudden I forgot. Two uh, points. Yes. Brought up, uh, I mentioned. Dave, oh, yeah, Dave, uh, I don't know if you know this. There's this great celebrity he could have on, okay? And this person is so famous, uh, they dated Sarah Silverman. I think I know who it might be. Yeah, no, so super famous. Uh, it wrote a lot of TV shows. Uh, mm -hmm. It was star of a, 
a very large radio show. You're talking about Jimmy Kimmel. Sam Cedar. <laughs> yeah, So exactly. if you'd like, anytime, Sam's famous, you can go ahead and uh, debate him. Uh, just an exchange of ideas, but I don't want it to hurt my head. So uh, so no actual Wait, progressives. Is that Ben Shapiro? No, I can't tell the voices all blend together. He's still in recovery mode from taking in so many high level important ideas. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I My have never heard is... anyone use the word ideas more and never come up with one. <laughs> he talks, he uses the word idea like he's just studied abroad and it's a foreign word he brought back. Yeah, it's like when Trump claimed that he invented the word fake. <laughs> Like you know, I started talking about fake news. Nobody was talking about it. Now, they were talking about it in regards to how you were doing fake news in order to win the election. Mm -hmm. Anyway, in fact, you know, I, I I came up with the word fake. It's so he's like, like literally a Doctor Evil character. It's so right? ridiculous. You can't even parody. I don't know what another version of that. What does he think everyone else is doing when they talk to each other, <laughs> expressing ideas? And and then he has on like like some random guest who'll be like, Hey, did you know I I believe that I found some sort of racial difference in IQ. It's like that's not a new idea. Racism has been around for a long time. It's just <laughs> everything's new to him if yeah. it involves whitewashing a white supremacist or an anti-Semite. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, to to be fair, sometimes I do that. What did I do with that with the other day? Um, like, oh, the, the Kinsey scale, perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, not the other day. This was a long time ago, and uh, this actually all the way back when I was doing my public access show. And so, and remember, back then I'm a Republican, but mm -hmm. a liberal Republican. So I, I I'm in favor of gay rights, etc. That kind of Republican doesn't exist anymore. Well, maybe to be fair, Dave Rubin. <laughs> uh, Interestingly enough, um, hypothetically, yeah, yeah like yeah. it would be a more libertarian sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I sorry, classic liberal. Classic liberal. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> libertarian is another one of those ideas he's not familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's his brain's in recovery mode, though. To be fair to him. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways, I, I remember when I came up with the idea that hey, I don't think that uh, that uh, heterosexuality or homosexuality is binary. I think it's a spectrum, and then and then so I and then I went on air and I bragged about like I figured out this thing. It's actually a spectrum and it's not binary. It's a, and somebody called in because they mm -hmm. said calls back then. They're like, yeah, Kinsey figured that out a couple of decades ago. He even in fact had a six point scale and along the spectrum, multiple like, long books and yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Actually, that makes perfect sense mm -hmm. on the Kinsey spectrum. You could actually ask, how straight are you? <laughs> Wait, but you kept talking about the spectrum, and I always assumed you were making a reference to Kinsey in those early years. No, 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 no. That was that was a reference to me. <laughs> I, just, I gave you the benefit the of the doubt, and I was like, oh, he's widely read in psychology. Oh no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so not widely read in psychology. I thought I came up with the spectrum. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> That's like some scientist walking in one day, like I mean, frazzled. He smells a little bit. He hasn't showered in a long time because he's been working overtime. He's like, I got it, I got it. E equals MC squared. <laughs> They're like, uh, good news, bad news. <laughs> and that would be amazing if they'd actually come up with it themselves again. Yeah. That's right. On yeah. your own, you came up with that. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, You're a couple decades late, yeah. but pretty impressive. It's one of those high level ideas <laughs> that your brain would have to recover from. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's do a poop of foods. So uh, earlier uh, on the Young Turks today, I was uh, mentioning how uh, we've come up with many words on um, on old school, and I came up with two words on the Young Turks, having nothing to do with our sponsor uh, aspiration, mm -hmm. which you can uh, you know sign up for uh, an account at, uh, which uh, gives you peace of mind because your uh, money is in clean places, no fossil fuels, etc., and gives you the best rates, oftentimes no fees. <laughs> Did I mention that? I don't know. Uh, so, uh, as, to aspiration something is to be overly generous. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So, use it in a sentence. So, uh, John came over with pie and he aspirationed it because he gave me three slices. I couldn't even eat the three slices. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And I feel like there's a word for that. 
No, there is. That's, I'm doing this to, <laughs> to plug the sponsor. The, I don't know if you know that. Is this a Kinsey scale thing? I, don't, I can't tell. Okay, now if that wasn't clear enough, okay. okay. The new word is when you have a win-win, right? Uh, like for example, when your money is in a clean place and you feel good about it and you make more <laughs> money off of it and you help the young Turks by going to aspiration.com slash TYT. Well, uh, when you've got a win-win anywhere, hey, way to pull off that aspiration.com slash TYT. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> it's catchy. Viral. It's catchy, and you know it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just need to get it into one rap song. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine? We have a lot of people in the audience. You never know. <laughs> if you heard that in a rap song, how amazed and amused would you be? Right? <laughs> like, I don't know how you would even do that sentence, let alone rap it, but mm -hmm. like. <laughs> uh, we went to a burger place because I like burgers, and it turns out John likes uh, French fries, so that turned into an aspiration.com slash TYT. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even count it. Okay, anyways, so on old school, the reason I brought it up is that uh, the first word we ever invented was epipa food. When you have an epiphany about food, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, and and one of our viewers asked if we were going to talk about food today. Uh, I think you it was always Gabby. too, right? Yeah, almost always, but not every time though. Gabby Marita asked; she's one of our members. Tyt.com/slash/join to become a member. And uh, uh oh, I got to come up with a word that means Tyt.com/slash/join <laughs> <laughs> or what that is the equivalent of. Uh, anyways, seriously, um, and as it turns out, literally two minutes before uh, we came on air, I had not one. But two epiphany foods, which is amazing. So these are ideas about food, epiphanies about food. Yes. Okay, yeah. what are they? Uh, well, uh, so if, if I was Dave Rubin, I'd be like, what do you mean? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and these two amazing ideas about food. What are they, Dave? Uh, nothing. <laughs> and earlier I'm very today, hungry. Gabby, I swear to you, this is total coincidence, but earlier today, I also moved a new restaurant to number one. Oh. Ooh. Okay, so that's coming up in a second. How's that for a tease? <laughs> I, I, like I, I do want to get a couple guesses, but <laughs> okay. Oh, great! Okay. Yeah, I'd love that. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> too bad Michael Schur is not here because um, he doesn't like to guess at all. <laughs> Every he time he's like, <laughs> he doesn't like to guess. <laughs> no, I'm Who doesn't kidding. like to guess? Yeah, I'm oh. kidding. He <laughs> okay. loves to guess. If, oh, I'm, ever, okay. if I'm ever going to say anything, he's like, no, 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 let me guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I'm sure that it's some sort of psychological fall, but I have to be given an option to guess. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like on things that are like impossible to guess. Like, uh, you know, the, you know what really pissed me off today? <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> How could you possibly guess? All right, anyway. So the pivot foods. So we had spicy food uh, that we ordered uh, for before old school today. At least mine was spicy. Mm -hmm. And um, one, I realized I had an epiphany about why I. Don't like spicy food as much as I like non-spicy food. It's not that I'm like mm -hmm. I used to be like I no I wouldn't eat it at all. I didn't like spicy food. Now I eat it from time to time and it's interesting, right? But rarely, and I like non-spicy food much better. Mm -hmm. Okay, and a lot of people disagree. I don't want to get into that fight. And slash, there's no winning that fight. It's subjective. Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. I had an idea. No, seriously. <laughs> so I realized today though why I didn't like spicy food as much. And it's because I love to soak things in, especially food. Like if the other day I had a banana cream pie, oh. where I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, that "Oh my so god!" Sad. Like I Joe Biden myself. <laughs> like, like I Did leaned the middle in. road on the yeah no no no. I, <laughs> I leaned in and I was like, "Oh Jake," <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh man. <laughs> it's just crust she, everywhere. She, uh, this banana cream pie, it's a big deal. <laughs> Don't worry, so, pie, I'll apologize to you in a couple decades when I run for something. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so no, I, I, but with spicy food, it you can't soak it in because it's spicy. So, you, it, it, like, hmm. when you soak it in, you're just getting the spice and it's too spicy. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a double whammy. But I, but I think that spicy can mean a couple different things. You can have sort of a single spice that's very intense, or you can have a dish that has many spices that isn't necessarily as hot when we use the word spicy, but it's complex. 
And I think yeah. that some foods like that, like I, I like certain types of spicy food and I'm not remotely interested in other types. I don't want spicy wings ever, I'm never interested in that. But I like really? spicy Indian curry dishes. That's so funny, I was gonna say, when you said there's many different kinds of spicy, I was like, mm. you just mean Indian food. Basically, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. God damn, I wish I said it, that would have been such you a- You could have guessed. Why didn't you let me guess? God damn it, you didn't let me guess. It's like you wanna be overwhelmed by the food. Uh huh. And so all the different flavors all at the same time can be cool. But I generally air less spicy. Yeah, so it's hard to soak in spicy, like the banana cream pie, I'm like, right? With the spicy food, it's like, yeah, oh, okay, all right, well, okay. And and then that led to the second epipa food, <laughs> which is that, oh, here's another reason why I don't like spicy as much. Because unless it's Indian food, it's all the same. So you put spice on a makeup stuff, chicken, fish, burger, whatever, right? Spicy, spicy, Cereal. spicy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, and I know people will like be enraged and totally disagree and maybe we'll twi- take tweets later or whatever, but they'll say, no, it's totally different. But the spice overwhelms the flavor of the dish. So then it becomes less interesting because mm. it's the same, not no matter what, but you see my point, but close to no matter what. Right. I, it equalizes the dishes too much. Whereas I want to soak in the flavor of that particular dish. Okay. Two good reasons to be against spicy food. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's still subjective. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Um, I had two. So I have two things that I've done with food recently mm-hmm. that probably make me seem like a bad person. Oh. Because of what I did. So today. Let me, let me guess. There's absolute, there's zero chance that you could guess one of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible. You, okay, hold on. You took the pie and did something with it 21 times. <laughs> no. Okay, no, no. If you gotta rim something, <laughs> banana cream pie. Well, that's true. My God. <laughs> okay. Uh, we asked 100 people, what is that's the top thing you would like to rim? <laughs> Up on the board. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Banana cream pie. Oh, <laughs> okay. Jesus, we're gonna regret this later. This yes. is gonna be a classics in a few years. Of course. Um, of no. Course. The first is uh, I had a little bit of time, I had two doctor's appointments today, and in between, I was able to go home for just a little bit of time and I made food. So, I cooked some uh, little chopped up potatoes and eggs and uh, had a nice tortilla and I made a nice little simple like sort of breakfasty burrito, which I love. It's like breakfast burrito is my favorite food in the world. And so- Hold on, you've already described something more complicated than I have ever cooked in my life. That's, it's, it's very simple. No, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you what uh, spaghetti alla genka is, okay? Is that's spaghetti without sauce? Kind of. Okay, so I'll explain, definitely not spicy, that's for sure. Uh, I'll explain that in a second. Okay, that's the most complicated dish I've made, but it's about at the same level. Okay. Like you started with potatoes, you already lost me. I'm, I'm anti-potatoes and beans and chickpeas. Oh, so good. Uh, because they all have the same grainy uh, texture, and that's I'm not in favor of it. Like, but if you fry anything enough, I'll eat it, right? So, it, yeah. yeah, so if you make the, so that's why I like skinny fries, because they're more mm. fry and less potato. Yes. I do not like steak fries. No, I steak. don't either. Yeah, because it's who too does? much potato. People who like potatoes, the Irish. Aren't you partly Irish? No. No, I know, I say that every who time. Who wants a big, mealy <laughs> wedge fry? I, I totally Whoa. agree. Anyway, uh, but you regained me at the at the eggs, mm. and then you made a you know a tortilla, and then you put it into a burrito. Mm. Wait, hold on, corn tortilla or it's flour or flour tortilla? There you go. That's an American right there. Okay, <laughs> flour tortilla uh, is the correct answer. There's a big divide in my household. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend prefers corn. Uh, I can only do flour. Corn's weird. Uh, no, no offense, no. but I don't like it. No corn. No, we. This was a previous whole school. Uh, it has. Oh, yeah. There was a little bit of a debate, and then Ben on the next episode with the the rarest thing in the world, a Ben concession, uh, where he came back and said, "Nope, you were right. Flour tortilla definitely over." Well, like he went and tried it. He had an idea. <laughs> it occurred to him for the first time. No, he thought. I've got it right. He happened to eat corn tortillas that week after we talked about it and came back to the conclusion, no, flour. And in fact, it's very stark. I I don't like to eat corn tortillas. I don't. Yeah, I will. I I would rather just eat the stuff out of it. Exactly, exactly. But I like eating a flour tortilla so much, I'd eat it by itself. I often do. That's uh, now (laughs) we're grooving, okay. Exactly. 
Okay. Uh, but no, what I what I did, so I, I did all that, I wrap it up, I take it to my computer because I'm gonna watch an episode of a show or something while I eat and then I'm gonna leave. And, uh, and so I go and I take the first bite out of it and the potatoes are cooked well, the eggs are cooked well. I had heated up the tortilla over a flame so it was nice and oh, like a little bit crispy and stuff. <laughs> I had not. The degree to which I would go to a restaurant before I got to the flame grilled tortilla uh, is indescribable. Like, hey, you want to grill a tortilla? Nope, I'll see you at the diner. It wasn't grill. I held it over a flame for a little bit. But I had forgotten a very fundamental thing about both of those foods, basically. I hadn't added any salt to it. I realized that in my first bite. And I was so lazy that I was like, I'm not getting up to go put salt no, in this. No, no, that is unacceptable. And like, I didn't there, enjoy it at all. That makes no sense. <laughs> no, you lost me. Too. No, and a big burrito. No, that's such wasted calories. It was so wasted. I mean, it's just eggs mostly, but no, such a goddamn waste. That's yeah, that's totally un-American. Mm. Look, I I understand being lazy, and in fact, I did that today. But the thing that I had, I had the eggs I had at breakfast were already plenty salty mm. and feta cheese on the side, which I would eat mm. with it, and I was still thinking of getting up and putting salt. Right, uh-huh. yeah. Because the feta's got salt in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Feta's plenty salty. It had sausage that was plenty mm-hmm. salty, and I was still like, should I get more? And I was like, no, I'm too lazy. But that was like, it was already at an eight and a half out of ten. I ruined it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Weren't you going to tell some other? Uh- There's one other. This is just I like so people often think that it's ridiculous how simple I like foods to be, which I understand you just thought that was a complicated recipe. But like, I will eat hot dogs without anything on them. Like I don't care if they have ketchup. Uh, mm-hmm. I eat bagels out there, and literally every time I go and take a bagel out and start eating it, people are like, why aren't you putting anything on it? Why aren't you toasting it? Like it's delicious the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I just discovered, I've been looking for healthy stuff to eat. And are you familiar with Genio's? They make like turkey products or whatever. They're really good. Are they at all stuff. related to the Cheerios? I don't think so. The I mean, st- they do have apple cinnamon, but the, no, no, I'm kidding. No, the, they're not rem- the, remotely related. How about the Stevos? Uh, for all I know, he okay. he was involved in food at one point, uh-huh. um, and they just have ground turkey that's pre-seasoned, and it's amazing. Just mm-hmm. cooking that, adding nothing, and eating a big plate of just ground turkey. And as I was eating, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure I could do this for the next five years. Yeah, no, my brain is starting to hurt from all these ideas. <laughs> <laughs> for- we're, we're gonna take a break. Okay, five minutes. Right. I got, it's got to recover from all these mm-hmm. apipa foods. It's just, it was uh, so good and it was so simple and I think it was pretty healthy. By the way, the number one restaurant is still coming up. Okay, so that's that's happening in a sec. But, um, and spaghetti alla Jenka, what that, what that is. But mm-hmm. um, uh, shoot, now I'm forgetting, forgetting everything. We were just talking about the, the different things that you ate. Jenny Ozone. Yeah, Oh yes. So I love ground beef. It's my favorite. So mm-hmm. I, I probably mentioned this, but we've done like a thousand old school episodes. But a ground beef by itself, no problem. I eat that all the time. Just my, a big plate of ground beef. Yeah, my mom will make ground beef back mm-hmm. in the day, and I'm like, yeah, just give it to me. I eat it. There's a what's the name of? I think it's a Panamanian dish. It's a ground beef based dish. Uh huh. I don't remember what it's called. Empanada. It's delicious. No, no, it's just it's it's. it's not like in anything. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, the ground beef, one of the most underrated foods. And then mm-hmm. some people be like, oh, it's disgusting. Pfft, off. <laughs> okay, that's my answer to that. Well, but in, in my case, I thought the ground beef was a ground turkey was a little bit healthier. That's all. Yeah, no, it's ground beef's not healthy, it. but it's it's delicious. So I, I, I do agree with that. And so I remember when I was for my you know, almost the entirety of my career until I made it out of TV. I was really poor, right? So then, if I if I don't cook, uh, then uh, you know what am I going to eat? Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of hot pockets I consumed, <laughs> oh my god, it was like I I was twenty eight percent of pocket. all the hot pockets consumed in America were consumed by me. Uh, very popular. My the top of my mouth. Was never not burned. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a perpetual, you know. Oh, they're uh, good. Yeah. Briefly. Yeah. Uh, cereal, of course. Mac and cheese, of course. Even mac and cheese. I have to confess, this is. I'm not kidding. Every time I made a mac and cheese, I was a little proud. I was like, yeah. Oh. You talking about like out of a blue box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about like putting milk and a little bit of butter yeah. on top of the pasta. Uh huh. Oh my 
Okay. Yeah, I think you're ready for Top Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Pack so, your knives and go. <laughs> uh, so, and so you can understand that the day that I invented spaghetti alajenka, the amount of pride I felt, it was like I'd won the World Series. Can I guess? Okay. Yeah. I, I worry that I might give you too much credit based on what you just said, but I'm gonna assume it's a it's spaghetti, <laughs> and it can't just literally be be putting sauce on top. So I'm going to assume that you cooked and cut up sausage and added it to pre-made sauce. Nope, that's too hard. Um, okay, so it's delicious. Okay, that doesn't sound bad, but and I don't like the sauces. I don't like the pre-made sauces. I mean, I like Alfredo, but mm -hmm. I don't like the tomato sauce and all that. So you don't like tomato sauce on pasta? No, no I don't. Um, it's it's, it's a yeah. hate crime against my people. I, I hear you. No, but your people also not really. They probably came up with it here, the Alfredo sauce. But probably, that, it yeah, sounds like yeah, American thing. <laughs> See, that's where that's where I was like Italians. Although we have an upset, which again I'm going to tell you about in the number one uh, restaurant. Uh, but real quick on this, no, uh, spaghetti alajenka is spaghetti with plenty of butter, okay? Mm -hmm. So just butter, no sauce, but lots of butter, okay? Just Hold. butter. And then you could do it one of three ways. Eggs on the bottom, two sunny side up eggs, and you put the spaghetti on top. Or eggs on the top, or go nuts, put the eggs in there, and then mix it up. That's okay. the same thing. <laughs> All three of those, the same thing. And all three are weird. <laughs> Eggs and pasta. Okay, can I get a hell yes, Bart Kyle? No, you're not buying it? If That's the dial of ideas was turned to low for the last few years, it's quickly moving into the hot position. <laughs> How does anyone watch that? Seriously? How does anyone watch that? Okay. He really says stuff like that. Okay, all right. So listen. Uh, first there's on uh, YouTube for old school. Steve Ducey listens <laughs> to that and says, that dude's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan killed me, like he's got empty eyes. <laughs> okay, Jesus. anyway. So, it's uh, gotta be a joke, it's gotta be self parody. So the next, uh, so the YouTube guys, we gotta let you go. But look, there's uh, an hour version of the old school is free as a podcast. So get old school on podcasts, wherever you podcast, TYT old school. Uh, and uh, and rated five stars or whatever you like, but come on, give it five stars. Uh, I hear that helps. And then, uh, of course, the full hour and a half is for just members, tyt.com slash join, and members get to watch it live as we do it Wednesday night and have a blast. Yeah. And I might take some of the members' comments in a minute. So thanks, YouTube. Okay, now, that, uh, that, continue. That does not sound good to me. Yeah, no. Here's the thing, there's a simpler version of that, I think. Like, you can do, and it's very common in Italy, if you have very high quality pasta, that it doesn't need a lot of extra stuff on top. You just add a little bit of oil and a little bit of garlic. Yeah, that sounds great. But and that's no. great. It's super simple. Butter, butter, lots of butter. Okay, and in fact, I'm fine with the butter. The eggs. Why? No, because eggs make everything better. Yeah, there's already eggs in it, right? Yeah, now you've added. That's fine. There's, yeah, there, there's eggs in cake. I don't take like red velvet and then crack an egg on top of it. Although, <laughs> hey, Jake. There's there's two other ways you can do it. You can put the cake on top of the egg, <laughs> and then you can make it. <laughs> hey, don't say you didn't get any ideas of the Young Turks, okay? Hey, Jake. They've been Jake. turned to hot. <laughs> I would I would do your spaghetti um, recipe, but I would add chili to that. Okay, and that that's that's where you would chili. That's Wait, where you would make a mistake. You mean like chili flakes or homo chili? Chili. Just like can of homo chili. chili. Yeah, oh. spaghetti chili. It's you great. guys are not allowed in Italy. No. Although, wait a minute. If I could make ground beef, which I certainly can, uh, if you added ground beef to spaghetti alla Genka, you'd have spaghetti spaghetti alla Heavena. That's like eggy bolognese. Wait, you said you can't make ground beef? No. You can 100% make ground beef. No, don't you need like onions? Yeah, I mean, onions yeah, would be I bad. Know. I mean, so what are we, chop onions? Are you nuts? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, here's the, the the middle ground. So you got the mac cheese hot pockets and is cereal on one side. Although mac and cheese, I guess, is kind of middle ground. Then you got spaghetti alla genka on the high end. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing that I would do is well, sandwiches. Obviously, you can make bologna sandwiches and stuff, right? Uh, but um, but I would do like for a while I was trying to get rid of carbs, so it was perfect. I do like a little bit of lettuce, uh, shredded lettuce, tomatoes. And then I'd make a sub without uh, the bread. 
and I'd put okay. like mayo, which not good for you, but anyway, and the meat, and then lots of oil and vinegar, and then mix it up. And then every time I ate one of those, I was so proud. So proud because one, it doesn't have the bread, and two, I came up with it, right? Thank you, Nancy. I that's appreciate good. It. And it seems healthy. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So that's, and I went round and round and round. That's what do you mean? Like, that's the only things I would eat because I couldn't make anything else. So sometimes I'd go get like different frozen food. Like, like pizza snow rolls? Or? Yeah, yeah, pizza okay. rolls. Yeah. I have, I have always sort of, I'm, I'm the particular type of nerd. I don't know, I don't know if this would make any sense, but I love the idea of being able to eat the same thing always. Like, if I could find a thing, you could just eat that and that's it and you don't have to think about it. No, I hate so that idea. I once had that's a like the, fridge. That idea turns the uh, the idea meter back to cold. <laughs> and the food is cold in this case. Uh, cottage cheese with like pineapple in it. Uh-huh. I had a fridge full of it and I would just eat several of those a day. Oh, terrible. And it was delicious and it was not healthy. Don't do that. But And I also looked up, I looked up, is there any food kidding? that you could just that's, eat? You're nuts. That's like the, that would that would be the healthiest thing I ever ate. It's got a lot of sugar in it with the pineapple stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Still. But um, I looked up. They have this thing. It's like monkey chow. It's what mm-hmm. they feed primates. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, it's these pellets, and that's the only thing you have to eat. And I I, I didn't buy it, but I thought about it. I don't think humans. <laughs> I don't think humans are supposed to eat it. No. I look. Sure. I, I do. I eat uh, what I'm hungry. Yes. Is so like, but mainly I eat because of how much I love food. So I realized the other day one of the reasons why I'm overweight, um, because like I I don't eat that much. Like the thing that we had today that we ordered, I ate like I don't know sixty uh, percent of it and and threw away the rest, and it wasn't a big dish at all, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that place is kind of healthy. Yeah, it's kind of healthy. Yeah. So. Uh, then, so when people see me eat a meal, they're like, "Man, how'd that guy get so fat? I don't get it." Like, because he didn't eat that much. Um, I realize uh, that a lot of people skip meals. I, I haven't skipped a meal in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. Like, and you're said, not a quitter. No, no way. Uh, if anything, I am consistent. Okay. Like Anna the other day said, she forgot to eat a meal. Seriously, in terms of skipping meals. No, I've skipped meals like I slept late on a Saturday. I had a late breakfast. I had a late lunch or early dinner. Two meals. Yes, that's happened from time to time. Mm-hmm. But I'm dead serious when I say I have never forgotten a meal. <laughs> Even the ones you skip, you remember. <laughs> yeah. So, no, because Anna never said, forget. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's that's what it, I have a plaque over my refrigerator. It says never forget. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said once well, something's happened in this fridge and people lost it. Anyway, bad reference. Uh, I I don't get it. never forget. That's okay, all right. Any so. Um, yeah, Anna said, oh, oh, I I was so busy I forgot to eat. Mm-hmm. I could be so busy that I didn't get a chance to eat, but then I definitely wouldn't forget it. <laughs> okay, I'd be remembering it the whole freaking time, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, wait, 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 wait. You'd uh, be like driving to a meeting, just saying hot pockets, hot pockets, hot pockets. Hundred like percent on your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'll I'll eat for sustenance because, hey, I'm about to do a show or I'm about to go to a meeting, and I don't want to be hangry. I don't want to because when I get hungry, as a lot of you know, if you watch a long time, I I become more forgetful, mm-hmm. and so I got to make sure that doesn't happen. So I'll eat a little bit, right? Uh, but other than that, I always eat for enjoyment. Do you believe that any of your big blowups on the show were related to hangriness? Uh, only seventy percent. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's not. I'm kidding about seventy percent, but not by much. Uh, no, yeah, sometimes that'll happen. Hmm. No I question. wonder that was it. The USA Today. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long. No, no, was. that was Michael. Okay. That was Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll tell you why it was Michael Short. Not because he was being a dick. Not because he was saying anything overly outrageous. It's just he just put the last straw on that <laughs> camel's back. He's like, Bing. it was like, boom! It landed on top yeah. like a spaghetti alajenka. Sometimes you could put it on top. Sometimes <laughs> underneath. <laughs> 
Wait, actually, related to that USA Today thing, uh-huh. I don't remember that happening. I'm not 100% sure that I was watching then. I might uh-huh. have just missed that one. But I learned something about that event that I had never known. Because oh, I was doing the show, The Damage Report, with JR today, and that's one of the ads. It's like about the documentary or something like that. And that plays, and he says, they don't show it because the shot's on YouTube, but that Jill Pike was in the studio, and like, you get, you're yelling, you're like, Young Turks, you got a break. And then he says, he remembers her just saying, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, like, that has been true, and I've never known it. I feel like that actually adds a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Jill was great. Yeah, um, that's too bad. You know where uh, Jill Pike works now? She works for uh, the NFL. How cool really? is that? Yes. Doing what? In New York. Uh, doing PR, I believe. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So uh, if, if you just real quick for the folks who, if you've never seen it, it's a quote unquote famous clip of, of ours where I yell at how USA Today got a wrong headline and it's about the Iraq war. Michael was egging me on saying, well, you know, it's not that bad. And I was like, oh, don't you do that today, Michael, right? <laughs> <laughs> and when it landed on my back, I exploded and accused the USA Today of sucking balls. Yeah. I believe was the, the words top I of your used. lungs. Yes. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, there's a guy somewhere in America going, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 so and and it's in the movie Mad as Hell, a movie about us. Yeah. Um, so you, by the way, speaking of movies, you were the only one in Knock Down the House. Yeah, very briefly. But like, I'm I'm the bearer of bad news. Like, I'm the person who ushers in the lowest point of the movie, basically. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was an honor. When Paula Jean Swearingen lost, yeah, uh, which was a sad night. Yeah, but she might be back. Um, hmm. Okay, hmm. I I talk to a lot of candidates and potential candidates behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, I, like I don't uh. much. Maybe I should. I don't know how that works. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. So um, I wonder if that's going to go in your IMDb. I don't know if anybody's going to set up an IMDb yeah. to say John Iderola is starring him as himself and knock down the house. The funny thing is because we talk about so many stories, this happens to Anna a lot because she presents a lot of stories. Um, I've been in a couple of other Netflix documentaries just as a voice. Like oh, it's like okay, here's yeah. a montage of people saying a thing has happened. Yeah, that's happened a couple of times. I've gotten messages or whatever. Yeah, I just wish in that particular documentary when it came out and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch it later. They just said I was in it. I don't know when. And I was like, I was hoping that it was the night that AOC won. Yeah, which was the best night last year when yeah. we announced that. Now I was uh, surprised we didn't they didn't have uh, down goes Crowley. Down goes Crowley. That's yeah. that's a nice moment. But people make a lot of tough choices when they're editing a movie. A million hard choices. And I, and I think that there they wanted to focus more on her winning rather than her, him losing. Yeah. Sure, that might have been why. Uh so okay, uh so number one restaurant. Um What is so I'm going to get to guess, right? Oh yeah, you're supposed to guess. Okay, uh what's What's number three? Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to get an idea yeah, yeah, of what yeah, yeah. your palate is like. And I know that we have talked about this before, but it's been a while. So uh, Olive Garden. So let's put it this way. The top two that right off the top of my head, I haven't thought about it in a while, are uh, Ruth Chris and Jersey Mike's. Oh, those are two very broad things. Okay, so just a hint for this number one, are you talking like, Cool fast food. You're talking like nice restaurant. Well, it's a obviously it's not a restaurant because then you would have no chance of knowing it. This would be uninteresting, right? Okay. So it is a, a, a bit of a chain. Okay. Okay, but I just gave but you a hint really there. Really like there's a lot of chains, right? Um, even ones that are nice, like it could be like Fogo de Chao or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Historically, probably my number one of all time, just mainly a lot because of nostalgia. Uh, although I loved it and I loved the idea of going to it, mm-hmm. was this restaurant called Italian Kitchen uh, in East Brunswick. I don't know. Uh, so no, of course no. It was, that one was just a, oh, uh, okay, a okay. unique restaurant by, oh, that stood by itself. And so I loved Italian food and I, the idea of the two things I got super excited about going to when I was a kid uh, growing up in East Brunswick was uh, going to Italian Kitchen for Italian food. I was like, what a treat! I can have like garlic bread, mm, garlic so like good. fettuccine Alfredo seems so luxurious. It was like I would argue it is. Yeah, 
And from uh, point of view, and and then for, <laughs> when you're a kid, uh, my parents would take me if I if something special happened, right? Uh, I don't know what I won an award, whatever, right? Uh, to IHOP, and I'd oh, get. The, I loved going to IHOP. Oh, uh, when you're a kid, oh, and the, so good. and I used to get the uh, chocolate chip pancakes, mm. and they would do the smiley face with the whipped cream. Yes, they oh. would. Oh, anthropomorphizing delight. Mm. Mm, yes, and you know. Um, when they came up with that idea of putting the smiley face on there, mm. they had to rest their brain for so long. <laughs> it's to hot, hot <laughs> pancakes. That's right. Uh, yeah, growing up, I would say IHOP. I really liked Friendly's growing up. I don't know. Friendly's oh, New Friendly's, Jersey. love Friendly's. Friendly's amazing. I love so, Friendly's. okay, first of all, let's we should correct ourselves because we care about getting the facts right on this show. It's now IHOP. <laughs> it's not IHOP anymore. Did, did they bring it back to IHOP? It was only like a week. It was like, and a they week. already. It's both because I saw an. Menu, they have both IHOP. Well, the building says IHOP. Yeah. Well, it was like okay, so but they did officially switch it back to IHOP. It was just like, as far as I knew, it was like a week long promotional thing. I don't know that it was still on the things. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but I thought they really changed it for good. I don't know. We'll have to look it up, or some of you will. IHOP sounds terrible. Sounds. I mean, it was the worst. It was worse than New Coke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because new Coke, at least I get it. It's your Coke, it's not as good, whatever, yeah. right? But like, wait, I'm going for chocolate chip pancakes with a smiley face on it. What the f with this burger thing? And I hob sounds like you're <laughs> hunting a whale. Yeah. Like, wait, it sounds terrible, right? Although, oddly enough, new Coke is coming back. Oh, is that right? I think it's a limited run thing for Stranger Things. They're gonna uh, have some new Coke. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, so anyway. Okay, yes. but okay, number one restaurant. Oh, also Howard Johnson's growing up was delicious. Um, mm. Fried clams, so good. Oh, once uh, I was at a Friendly's. This is so me, and it relates back to the spicy thing we were saying. Uh, I was having a peanut butter cup uh, banana sundae. Oh, oh God! And, and now I'm I'm uh, in my t early twenties or something, and I'm not high and nothing, right? <laughs> I, I'm just eating it, and I'm and I, m I must have closed my eyes, and I was like, <laughs> and I opened my eyes in a and a mother was standing like with her kids like next to the table and i was like hey what's up and she's like what are you having <laughs> i'll have what he's yeah, having yeah totally <laughs> totally she's like i got to find out what you're having i i'm sorry but i saw you eating it and i was like wow what is that? you should be in a commercial <laughs> yeah if you by the way if you don't have friendlies which the vast majority probably don't it's a restaurant it's like a chain diner kind of uh, known for like two things. One is having art of like pastoral northeastern scenes with food hiding in the background. And the other thing is a bunch of the entrees come with ice cream, which is just amazing. I don't know why that's not the most successful restaurant in America. Because it doesn't make any sense. Because it's genius. It's like diner food, which is pretty good, with Sundays. Mm. Like, anyway. why? Why would anybody not go there? Doesn't make any sense. So your number one restaurant. I'm going to guess that it is, is it in LA? Yes. Uh, it's gonna be hard, so just spit it out. Um, Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, no, surprising, I don't like Outback. There's, oh, a, there's a couple of chain restaurants that I don't enjoy, which is weird. You would think that I'd like, well, like I, with Craig and I were talking about this the other day, I love TGI Fridays. Love it, right? I've almost never been there. Yeah, but some of the others, I'm like, oh, that was surprisingly not good. Yeah. Like, you don't have to get, like, my, I got a low bar, right? Uh -huh. But yeah, a couple you of eat them. Egg with pasta. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them couldn't clear it. So, no, I have no idea if this is in your neck of the woods. It might just be LA, it might be a couple more cities. But Bossa Nova, it's Brazilian. Okay. Oh, you've never been to a Bossa Nova? There's like. Is it the pizza place? No. Oh, cuz there's a Brazilian pizza place is very good. No, but it has pizza and it has uh, killer pizza. But is it the endless pizza that you flip the thing? No. Oh, that place is good. Yeah. So what do you eat there? No, okay. So first of all, it's Brazilian food which is in a shocking upset or I don't know, a year and a half ago or so on old school, I put Brazilian at number 1 at number 1 overtaking Italian. Uh, wow. it like and, and American was all the way down at three, and I love American food, right? Mm -hmm. 
you know, g generically broad. Uh, Hot dog sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, right. And cheese. Yeah, and so that was, I mean, that shocked the world. People are still talking about that. So what do you eat there? Um, Ruben's still resting his mind over meat, <laughs> saying <laughs> Brazilian over Italian. So now I guess it's logical that I now put a Brazilian restaurant at number mm -hmm. one. So their menu is an encyclopedia, but it's good. Like sometimes there's like a menu that's super long and you're annoyed by it, mm -hmm. and it's not that interesting. It's like page after page of a mediocre food. No, and it's and I've talked about this in regards to Brazilian food in general before. It's a little unfair because they copy everyone. So if you want great pasta, they have great pasta. If you want great pizza, they have great pizza. They even have some Middle Eastern food, and then they have great meats because it's Brazilian, yeah. right? I'm like, well, that's not fair. You have no. all the best food. Oh, they have amazing sandwiches. Mm -hmm. They have all the best food in one place. You're kind of cheating. It's appropriation. And then, and I, th well, it definitely is. And then, as I was thinking about that, I'm like, you're kind of cheating. Oh no. We have a new number one. <laughs> <laughs> I am so angry mm, at the way they organize their menu. Mm. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, man, sometimes cheaters win. Bossa Nova, okay, I'm about to try it. They even have a banana pizza. What? They have a banana pizza. Is it I a said dessert it. pizza? Because um, dessert pizza is good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm okay, okay. all right. I just Look, I told you, I told you. Have you been to Bestia? No, no. Okay, never mind. Okay, all right. So when we we're having a good time here, but when right before we got started, I asked you, "Hey, what's up? What's going on?" Because I was going to ask you about what's your ideal day, what's your ideal life, this, and I want to okay. still do that. But you mentioned that uh, you said nothing much other than existential dread. Mm -hmm. Okay, and <laughs> so I was curious about that because why? What's there to dread? Everything. So I I have always had. I don't know exactly what it is, it's some sort of mental condition where every once in a while, I guess it's just a version of depression. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, I get to a very low place mm -hmm. uh, in terms of energy. In ter like, um, How about in terms of ideas? Uh, yeah, actually, probably pretty low oh, ideas right? too. And I'm way, always hot on that one. The way I used to describe <laughs> it was that I basically turn into a robot. Uh -huh. Like my emotions drain away for a day or two or something like that, and I just have nothing. So it's a kind of depression, basically. Mm. Uh, it's not that bad right now, but it's lasting longer. I just have, I guess it's a form of like, it's like a, it's like a creative midlife crisis. Hmm. Like mm. I, and it can't be cured in like buying something or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I just have sort of a deep dissatisfaction with what I'm doing and a desire to do literally everything that I'm not doing. Yeah, so see. that's been frustrating me. So that's super interesting because I feel like Anna has that a lot. Like, yeah. she'll get antsy and she'll be like, I should be doing something else. Like, yeah. okay. So she's and younger. Yeah. She has more time to do it. She's younger than you? Yeah. She's several years younger than me. Really? You're, so you're kind of behind. Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Actually, can I tell you something related to that? See, there I go. See, I promised I'd razz you a little bit. Yeah, so and now I'm feeling terrible. So, in terms of being behind. Good, good. I'm succeeding. Okay, uh, something so. happened to me that I think happens to a lot of people. So I saw uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, so did I. Which was great. I really like yeah. it. And uh, before I started watching those Marvel movies, I always thought that Captain America seemed like a really silly character. Mm -hmm. And then I watched them and I was like, oh, this is amazing. It's so good. I still don't um, understand Captain America. He's uh, just like, he's compassionate and brave. And he's not one of the superheroes, really. Like, he's kind of a superhero, but it's just like, he's just like an elevated human. Yeah, like why that. does he not, like, it's. It's not like Hulk where he can't die, right? Mm. Uh, but but Captain America is borderline. Like he'll fall off like a twenty-eight story building and be like, brush it off. It's a comic book. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. so why is you could shoot him in the head and kill him? Oh, okay. They just don't. Like, yeah, but is it like a specific thing that they explain? Like, oh, no, Captain no, America. Well, he has a shield. Um, I know, but you but no, he's just strong uh -huh. and, and durable. Like he's he's at peak. They describe it as peak human ability. Yeah, that ain't peak human yeah, when you you past. remember in the movie. Uh, I don't want to do any spoilers, but he's fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they fall, fall so and far, fall and bam yeah. on their head, and I'm like, so I was, I thought maybe I'm missing something. No, no, no. That happens with John Wick too, and it's really weird in this last one. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so I finished watching that movie, and uh, and I, and it occurred to me, I really like that actor, Chris Evans. Yes. And I don't think I've ever seen him in anything where he's not Captain America. And I was like, I know that he's been an actor, like he's been doing these movies for so long. He's got to have been in something good. So I'm gonna go to his Wikipedia, I'm gonna try to find something that he's been in to watch. 
And so I load up his Wikipedia and I saw something that might have launched me into this existential dread. It's, I'm already amused. I was on the right side of it where they have just the basic facts about them. He's one year older than me. Yeah. He's been Captain America for a decade. Yeah. He's an international superstar. Yeah. He's like barely older than me. John, you see, you're now you are, it is a midlife crisis a little bit. I went through that in my 30s where yeah. I would constantly be like, what the hell? How is that guy older than me? Or how is that person so much younger? I mean, I mean than how me? much? Uh, sorry, I meant younger. Because it's like he's just only a year older than yeah. you, but usually it's people that are younger. I would expect he's 44. Right. 43. Then you're gonna get to an age where, well, I don't know if you'll care about this as much, but where every athlete is younger than you. I, I've noticed that more with like singers and stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah, I just expect that all of them are way younger. But yeah, yeah. the athletes are all younger. Yeah. And when you get to my age, you just settle into uh, mm. complacency and shocked indifference. <laughs> I, just, I was like, he has done so much. How? And I, he's a like, obviously, there are far better examples of that. Obviously, there are people who are younger and are bigger stars or whatever. But he's a good actor, and it's like he's been in it for so long. Yeah. So, on the other hand, you've been here, so hey. That's true. And look, it, and it's an amazing opportunity. And obviously, I very much enjoy the work. It's just, you know, as you start to realize that there might be more days behind than there are ahead, you know, you start well. to feel that. Uh, let alone, yeah, in your life? Are you kidding me? I had this, uh, um, like, I had a moment with myself when I was 37 and a half. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was like, you know, I might be halfway done. Mm -hmm. uh, so 75 is, I think, right around the median age for a male in America. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was like, wow. So it's downhill from here. And so, Maybe. and here I am, like, 12 years later. And and by the way, I have gone downhill mainly. <laughs> no. you know, you're, in a, you're in a very good spot, and mm -hmm. I and I like a lot of the aspects of my life that I have, and that, and that's I think that you can only have this sort of crisis if most of the things in your life are going fine. Like people who are who are desperately struggling every day to live are not like, am I being creatively fulfilled? Because they have other. Things that they have to 100%, deal with, 100%. but I've gotten to the point where I've been able to stabilize most of those things, and then it's like I think about all of what I wanted to accomplish, and mm -hmm. I'm accomplishing a bunch of stuff, but it's not the stuff that I expected when I was 14 that I would be accomplishing. Yeah, and I know because I lived it. Like so, it, I was going to say in my mac and cheese years, but in really in my mac and cheese decades, uh, <laughs> I was just like I didn't have time. I didn't have the. Uh, to have any existential dread, mm -hmm. like you have dread, yeah, I've just like plain old vanilla dread, okay, with not even any eggs on the top or the bottom. <laughs> um, so no, because you're like, I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to earn money and live and mm -hmm. exist, and where am I gonna stay next, and you know, etc. Right? Uh, but yeah, it, it does happen when you're in a situation where you're pretty good, off pretty good, but not necessarily where you think you should be. The or self actualization want to be. part of it, yeah. So. And and that's funny because I was gonna say, John, that one of your issues as to why you're having that is because of the field that you work in. Mm -hmm. Because we're in a super weird situation where a normal human trait is amplified. So the normal human trait is envy. And so I'm keeping it real here. And and so that's why in a lot of countries like America, there's more depression. Not, but that doesn't make sense, we're the richest country in the world. But we see people even richer than us. Mm -hmm. And so, whereas in let's say Guatemala, there's actually shockingly more happiness, although that might be a poor example. I picked it to be a poor example, but and mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really true. But, but certainly in places where there is less wealth, yeah, oftentimes. Denmark or. Yeah, it's certainly, but Denmark's too easy because mm -hmm. they already have good standard of yeah. wealth. It's they have less money than we do, but they're but they're fine. but they're fine, yeah. right? But in countries that are still struggling, you'll mm -hmm. find sometimes happiness more than in America because it's the disparity that makes you unhappy. Yeah, it's not the quantity of what you have; it's the disparity. And in America, well, we're number one in disparity. Yeah. We break all records on disparity in income inequality. Now. In your life, apply it to you. You work in an industry where there is the greatest disparity mm -hmm. because you're arguably a talk show host, right? An on air host in media. Now, 
you know, we're online and you everybody knows our financial situation, tyt.com slash join. Okay, <laughs> right? So, but you see people that are doing, in essence, the same thing you're doing, yeah. but they make one, two, five, 10, 20 million a year. Yeah. Megan Kelly, what was she making? 29 million yeah. a year, yeah. right? And you know what you make, okay? Uh, it's, it's less. <laughs> that is technically correct. We talking pre-tax? <laughs> yes, less. So yes. Uh, so yeah. well, so and, and not even just that, money. It's also you literally almost everything can now be quantified in terms of influence, or at least we have things to quantify numbers and stuff like that. And then it's it's one thing for like like direct comparisons with other people who are trying to accomplish the same thing and also are well prepared to do that. Like obviously my videos don't get anywhere near the views that like a John Oliver does. But John Oliver has a great team, he's a very educated person, he's doing very good work. I'm fine with that. But there are people who are doing what I see as I believe relatively objectively lazier, more sensationalistic versions of what I do and doing far better. Because they have rightfully understood that that's actually what people want. Or are, have been put into a position where they can do really well, even though it's difficult to say exactly how they earned it. And you guys started off the show talking about uh, Meghan McCain. Yep. She's far more influential than I am. Mm-hmm. Why? No, no, I know, it's super we know frustrating. Why. Yeah. So in fact, John, that's what I was gonna go to next. You're right, it's not, uh, not only not just about the money, it's not even mainly about the money. Mm. Um, you, you're, you're, no one uh, that knows you, I think, would characterize you as greedy, right? No, I'm perfectly happy. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I grew up pretty poor, so I'm happy with where I am. Yeah. So, um, so it's not that. It, it's that uh, it's the disparity in the respect that we get, mm-hmm. and that is it's maddening for all of us. And it's uh, and we're honest enough to admit it, which almost no one else would ever do, right? Yeah. Uh, but they, the people on TV, whether they got there. In a way that they earned it, like John Oliver, or they got there like Meghan McCain because of her last name, yeah. and a whole wide variety of reasons that based on their look, this, that, the other thing, and Family most of the people, and, and the most of the people on TV are cast, right? Mm-hmm. They're cast for a role, even if it's in news. Yeah, and so when you see that, and yet they get all this undue and unearned respect, mm-hmm. whereas we do this killer. Sh- Set of shows like yours, Damage Report, etc., that are really hard to put together with almost no team. You're not on a teleprompter, so you do Herculean work and get no respect or recognition for it. Yeah. So that this, and then when you put it on top of the disparity for what you see of the people who are unearned, of course you're an existential dread. It can be frustrating, oh, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know that there's a more frustrating situation. And we're saying again, in a situation where you're okay, yeah. right? When you're not okay and you can't pay the rent, et cetera, there's a thousand, a million more frustrating situations. Yes. And so, yeah, that's definitely why. I mean, I have the same thing. Uh, you know, I push past it. Mm-hmm. But look, and I could even, I'll make your existential dread worse. This will be fun. Great. Okay. Um, Get me the rope. A luck for some two, two, two. Okay. Anyway. Um, no, when I was at MSNBC, if all I wanted to do was MSNBC, or when we were current, if I just did that show and I didn't do the Young Turks. Oh my God, it's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. So it's so easy in two different ways. One is you have a thousand people working on the show, so each mm-hmm. producer, each segment, even like the two-minute segment at the end, has a producer. If you don't want to, you don't have to produce the show. You don't have to, and if you write your own material, people are shocked. Like Rachel Maddow's a legend because yeah. she writes her own scripts. Almost no one else does, right? Yeah. So I wrote my own scripts, but if I did, and even then it would—it was so easy compared to the Young Turks. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Ooh, you're gonna write your own scripts?" I'm like, "Dude, I got all day, and I got six producers. Like this is, and that's just the segment producers, let alone the executive producer and the line producer and the senior producer, let alone graphics and, and yeah. this and that and the other thing." And I was so, look, I've told this story before. But I didn't tell it for a long, long time because I, I felt bad saying it, but I don't know why I felt bad. So I guess, oh, I know why, because he came after me and I didn't want it to sound like sour grapes. So Al Sharpton not only would not produce or write the scripts, he oftentimes wouldn't read the scripts before, before going on air. 
So he'd go on air and he'd be like, welcome to oh, the Al Sharpton show. <laughs> yeah, there's some compilations that they are, are. rough. Yeah, it's pretty, there's one in Mad as Hell. And it's, and it's, I guess, slightly different because of the format, but I read in an interview, I think it was Joe Scarborough, says he wakes up a half an hour before they're live. Oh, come on. And it's See, a panel show and they have a million guests and all that stuff, but like, and he's probably exaggerating, but that's, I think, what he said in an interview. Google it, I don't know. Yeah, god damn, man. So that's so frustrating because we bust our ass here to produce shows that are long and filled with research and facts and we bother to come up with our takes, etc. Mm. And 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 the and if you worked on cable news, as easy as that job is, they make so oh my god, much yeah. money. Yeah. And one day I put my I'm not a guy who gets depressed almost at all. Like, yeah, I'll be down. I'm human, right? I'll be down plenty of times. But but I, I don't have overall issues, macro issues about that at all. I'm generally a very happy guy, two, 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 right? But but sometimes I think about if I'd stayed at MSNBC instead of turning down the money and turning down the job, how much money I would have made by now. Uh. And then I'm like, <laughs> like like I can see existential dread coming into the room like black smoke. <laughs> and I'm like, somebody sunction it out. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Podcast, uh, uh, we got to let you guys go. Um, we still haven't gotten to your ideal uh, day or life. We're going to, so we're going to flip it. Plus, um, I'm kind of angry at scientists. We'll see if I, we have time to talk about that. Like all of them? It, it kind of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So tyt.com slash join and mm -hmm. become a Young Turks member. Get all of our shows, including John's Damage Report, The Young Turks, Old School, the whole thing, live, whenever you want. All of our interviews, etc. So thank you, podcast guys. Rated five stars, go. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com slash join.